Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for the most average podcast ever. It's Zach and the Nose. All right, welcome to Zach and the Nose podcast. It's volume three, week eight of the NFL season. I am Zach Krantz, the host of this podcast. Uh, I'm on the Joe Rose Show every single weekday, uh, 6 to 10 a.m. on 560 WQAM. And every Wednesday on the show, we do a little segment where we bring on my buddy, The Nose, to do a little fantasy football prognosticating, I guess you could say. He gives us some some good picks for the week, who he likes, who he doesn't like. We'll get into all that here on the podcast. But let me introduce him himself. Here is The Nose. Spencer, how are you, buddy? Feeling wonderful, Zach. How are you doing? I'm doing great. That's good that you're feeling wonderful. Um, all right, so we had some questions, by the way, and if you do have any questions for the podcast ever, you can hashtag AskTheNose on Twitter. Follow Spencer on Twitter as well, at SpencerNose, N-O-S-E. That's why we call him The Nose, The Nose Knows, all that stuff. You can always ask questions on there if we don't get to your question during our weekly segment with Joe Rose. So uh, one of the questions asked me this week in the text was, uh, why is this guy that comes on your show each week, why is he the nose? I'll let you explain why you are the nose. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you. Well, if you actually see me in person, it's quite obvious. Got a big schnoz. Yeah. My nose is big. And when I mean big, it's like when I'm actually looking, I actually see my nose. Like, oh, every, wow, really? Right. It's that. Ouch. Yeah. yeah, you guys don't understand that problem because you don't have, probably have a big nose I like a I do. decent-sized schnoz, but I mean, you know. But when you're looking straight in your yeah, normal everyday yeah, yeah, life, yeah. do you see your nose? No, not really. No. I do. No? Okay. So. I live with that pain every day of my yeah, life. That'll do it. Yeah, yes, that'll sir. Do it. All right. So, uh, all right. So, tell us a little bit about, like, uh, how you became the nose. Like, what's what's a... Give me... Here's a good word for it. Give me a tidbit about the nose. Ah, the tidbit. Yeah. Good word is right. I know. So, many years ago, a man named Zach Krantz said, Hey, nose. Well, exactly. He didn't call me nose at that time, but he said, Hey, Spencer, I want you to join uh, my weekend radio show because you're the mo- number one guy that I go for fantasy. That's and right. I, That's right. I want you to come on and see how you are on the radio. And you gave me a little chance, and I really appreciate that. The nose knows. That's why. Yeah. And so when it came out to it, my, my wife, Mama knows who we have discussed. Yeah, a few let's, times. let's try to leave her out of the podcast this week if we can. No, she no, lost okay. her virgin in your bed. Okay, I had to do it every oh, show. Again, I did Jesus. It. And uh, so Mama knows. She Not said, to me. She came up with the name Spencer Nose. A little double meaning there because she's the one who has to look at my big nose every yeah, she day. Likes the schnoz, and yeah. you know, Spencer Nose is a little little smart, a little little witty. I like it. So it's I good, give her yeah. the credit, the PR okay. genius. Well, you she give is. her the credit, but you also rip her on the podcast. So I guess that's, you know, you kinda even out there. 
Yes. So that's how I became Spencer Knows. And then it became just a little bit of a, a thing. And then I have a Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. And you blew up. Now you're worldwide. And now I have a podcast. You have a podcast. I now. have a oh. podcast. By the way, if you are listening to our podcast right now, iTunes, Google Play, WQAM.com, doesn't matter where you get it from. Subscribe, tell your friends, tell your enemies, punch your neighbor in the face if it makes him do it better. It doesn't matter how you do it. All right. So tell us a little something about yourself. Uh, now that we're getting into all the fantasy football stuff anyway, but uh, we don't have much time on the podcast, but tell me something about you. Okay. Well, the bottom line is I'm the nose and I love to party and that's what you need to know about me. <laughs> okay. So uh, what I really mean about that is that um, I'm just a normal, you know, normal dude, just like uh, anybody else out there. Uh, my fantasy advice is not going to be super in depth, like crazy ESPN, Eric Carabell nerd type stuff. Okay. I am not going to be the person who's going to say, oh, yes, the Oakland Raiders are 12th against the tight end in on Sunday nights uh, in November. You know. You're going to start a podcast feud with Eric Carabell now. You know that, right? He's Never. Because he's definitely subscribed to this podcast. I am basically the anti-Eric Carabell. Okay. okay. I like Again, that. Uh, Eric Carabell isn't having a Jack Daniels on the rocks or, or a few of them and taking shots of tequila on his weekend. Wow. I, I could tell you that and those much. parties. I like that. Nose likes to party. That's no, it. No question. So, yeah, you know, the bottom line is, is that you could get a lot of really super in-depth, nerdy fantasy football talk out there. That's all very easy to find. It's not what I do. I'm going to give you logical... Um, picks. I'm going to try to give it to you in information in a fun way. And it's just going to, you know, we're just trying to have a fun podcast here. That's it. We're just trying to party. That's all we're trying to do here on the podcast. You have something special? Is that what you're, 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 you're mimicking to me on a piece of paper? You don't have to do that. We, we're not on camera. What are you mimicking to me that you want to do right here, Nose? I want to tell everybody a poem. Excuse me? I want to tell everybody a poem that I did not write that really sums up who I am as I'm a person. I'm kind of cringing, but I'm going to allow you to do this. Okay, I'm going to try to do this. I don't have the Morgan Freeman voice. Oh, if you did, that'd if be I, great. I would. If it, this, so listen to this in a Morgan Freeman voice. Okay, my eyes are closed. Okay. Go ahead, Morgan. So this sums up my life, and here you go. Go, a little poem. Do you need music or anything? You're okay? My nose is big. Uh-huh. I'm not ashamed. It's big like a pickle, and I'm still getting paid. I get laid by my lady, you know I'm in charge, both how I'm living, and my nose is large. <laughs> Shock G, 1990. You like that? <laughs> that was good. I like it. Uh, any kind of Shock G reference here on the uh, podcast, I will fully take and be very, very happy with. Okay, so we got your poem out of the way. Uh, we have a little bit more of the bio on the nose, and you ripped your wife, your wife one more time, so uh, that's good. Now, can we get into some fantasy football stuff? That's what we're here time? for. Okay, okay. we're All back. Right. Last week, uh, give me some of your, you had predictions last week. Uh, how many nosebleeds, how much nose candy did you give the fans last week in volume two of our podcast? Really proud of my uh Volume two. It I could be your chest. That's what we're here for. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to be too over the top with it, but I was really proud of what I put out there. Um, but let's start with the nosebleeds. Because yeah, give me some bleeds. You got to yep. do You're it. You're going to have it, yep. Man, I'm done with Andy Dalton. I'm done with him. I mean, he has a dream matchup this week. He's at home against the Buccaneers, who we've discussed basically way too much how they have the worst defense. Of course. And yeah. I'm not even discussing him today. I don't care. Wow. He has, no ginger he has failed me. He went against the Chiefs last week. He was supposed to have a big game. He had 148 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. It was just not what I expected from him, and I wanted better. And I also, uh, in the same game, I had Peyton Barber 
for 11 rushes and 30 yards. That was a very bad nosebleed. I thought Peyton Barber was going to come out and have a much better game, and uh, he did not. So Peyton Barber... Andy Dalton, nosebleeds. Yeah, bad nosebleeds uh, last week. But with nosebleeds comes some nose candy. And uh, I know you want to uh, you beat your chest a little bit. I'm okay with that. When you do have good picks, we want the chest to be beaten a lot here. And we want the nose candy to come out of the pockets and everywhere else. So when it was the nose candy last week, week seven of the NFL season that you heard here on Volume 2. I took a lot of grief for recommending Eli Manning last week. I sure, took a lot sure. of grief because he is... He's Eli Manning, that's why. And guess what? He sort of played terrible. I mean, yeah. he, he missed a few touchdowns. But ultimately, at the end of the day, he had 399 yards, one touchdown, and zero interceptions. Uh, that's a lot of fantasy points. Sure. And for a guy who was filling in for a bye week player, I was very proud of that pick. Um, Baker Mayfield actually had a pretty decent game at 215 yards and two touchdowns. Not bad. I had Kenyon Drake out there, 87 yards, uh, a long touchdown, which many bonus points are for long touchdowns. Sure, sure. Liked that one a lot. Um, but my favorite of all of them was John Brown uh, for the Baltimore Ravens last week. Seven catches, 134 yards, and a touchdown. And he also got dropped on the one-yard line, so it could have been two touchdowns. That's a huge number. Uh, a player that was sort of uh, down for a few weeks and now with a huge comeback, so I was really proud of that one. Josh Gordon, got to be in your lineup for now moving forward. He had four catches for 100 yards and also was dropped on the one-yard line. Could have been better. I told you to bench Alex Collins. He had a miserable game for 38 yards. I completely nailed the Mark Ingram pick. I said, if you want five and a half points, you could start him, Zach. And you benched him, and guess what he had? He had five five and a half half points. points. I know. So that was a pretty good one. Marquise Goodwin for the 49ers was coming off a four-catch, 130-yard, two-touchdown game. I said, it's not going to happen again. He went for two catches for 24 yards. That's right. That's right. And then the guy that I said you really want to look into picking up and starting was Ty uh, Rell Williams for San Diego. Oh, my God. Man. Another big game. Yeah. And then to finish it off, nose pick of the week, David Njoku, four catches, 52 yards, and that touchdown. Yeah, so, got in the end zone. That's got in the end zone. Yeah. That was a good one as well. So, overall, we had a really nice week, and there was no horrible nosebleeds. So, uh, proud of my work there. More nose candy than nosebleeds equals a good week, and that's how I look at it. It's the same way when you take advice from a gambler out there who gives you six picks, seven picks, and you win four uh, you know, and lose three, whatever it is. Uh, that's the only way to kind of, uh, you know, gauge how someone does. So more nose candy than nosebleeds is always good. All right, so every week here on the the podcast, we get into pass and sniff, uh, pass and fail the sniff test. But before we get to that, there were some trades this week. Uh, there were a couple big-name trades that came this week. Fantasy implications on some of the trades that happened in the last couple days are what? Okay, so the, the two major trades were Carlos Hyde got traded from the Browns to the Jaguars. And this is not anything that's good for any of those uh, owners of Hyde or Leonard Fournette. This looks like a, a complete split job when Fournette comes back. For now, Carlos Hyde's a pretty good start because they're going to have to go back to the basics of ground, pound, run the ball, play defense. And that's what they want to get back to over there. So Carlos Hyde's got a, some fantasy appeal for the next few weeks until Fournette comes back. But when he comes back, we're looking at a 50-50 split job. Yeah, it's not good. Especially if you're a Fournette owner who used your top, you know, first-round pick or second, sure, early, sec- early yeah. second-round pick. Not good. Yeah. And then, of course, the crazy Amari Cooper trade for the first-round pick for the Dallas Cowboys. This guy's had the dropsies for years, man. He has, but you tell me two years ago uh, that Amari Cooper was going to be traded. I would call you crazy because yeah. he came out like a bat out of hell. No, he's a rookie. Unbelievable rookie season, yeah. Dude, the talent's super there. Yeah. Um, 
This is huge for Dak Prescott. This is going to be better for Amari Cooper. He was in a hole there. It wasn't working. So if you're an Amari Cooper fan, you got to wait another week. So he's now got, he was, he had a buy last week. Now he's got to buy this week because Dallas is on buy. So this less, is wait, less work, same pay. I'm, I'm in for that. How do I sign up for that? Wow. He, he should be well rested. Yeah. And he has time to learn the offense. So next week we'll talk about Amari Cooper in, in the podcast and his matchup next week. But uh, if you're an owner of him, I, I think this is only good news. So that was what the trades were. And there, there's um, a player that is being dangled out there. Demarius Thomas in Denver is being rumored to be traded. The trade deadline is this week. So if he gets traded, you have to run, not walk, and pick up Cortland Sutton, who is a stud wide receiver for the uh, Denver Broncos. He will fit right in and be a huge fantasy impact for the second half of the season if Demarius Thomas gets traded. So pay attention to that. The trade deadline comes up. When that news comes out, Cortland Sutton has to be owned. Even if you have some space right now, I would put him on your roster just in case that happens because Demarius Thomas is being rumored to be traded. All right, let's get into one of my favorite parts of this podcast. Who passes the sniff test and who fails the sniff test? Week 8, Volume 3 of our podcast. Let's start with who Passes the sniff test this week for week eight. Who passes the sniff test? Couple quarterbacks, couple running backs, couple wide receivers, possibly a tight end here and there if the nose has them. But this week, week eight, who passes the sniff test? Let's have some fun. All right. So this week you have Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott, Marcus Mariota, and Philip Rivers on by. So you need to have backups. You need to have players that you could pick up off your wide Case Keenum is playing at Kansas City who is 31st against the pass in the NFL. The only team worse are the Bucks. So let's go with the logic. Let's go think very, very simply. What's KC going to do, Zach? Pass the ball. And? Score a lot. A lot. Yeah, what does that mean? That means the other team, whoever they're playing, will pass the ball a lot because they'll probably be behind. And they're passing the ball against the wor- you know, second-to-worst pass defense. Defense, okay. yeah, of so, course. This is just straight logic. Case Keenum, he does have the weapons. He's going to have a really good game. I love Case Keenum. Next, the guy who is going to be on my radar a lot more in an offense who I want to talk about a lot more are the Chicago Bears and Mitchell Trubisky. I am now fully on board on what I call the Chiefs light. Matt Nagy, the pride of the University of Delaware, Blue Hens, uh, was the former Chiefs offensive coordinator and has basically brought that Andy Reid offense to Chicago. It's taken a little time to get going, but right now Trubisky is throwing a good ball. He's running when he sees the room. You know, you got Tariq Cohen. The, the rabbi. Thank you. Who's basically a fake-ass Tyreek Hill. You got Trey Burton, who's basically Travis Kelsey. This team has a flow. There's an excitement there. And right now he's going against the Jets, who are 21st against the pass. Trubisky is a guy who is going to score fantasy points. And this is coming out of nowhere because... I really didn't love what I saw last year from him, and he sort of started out shaky. But ever since that six-touchdown game... Yeah, yeah. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. The dude's startable. Get him in your lineup against the Jets. I love it. All right, so who else passes the sniff test? Okay, last uh, quarterback we're going to go with is Andrew Luck going against the Raiders, who are right now a disaster. They're bad, yeah. Yeah, they're 26. The dumpster fire. 26 against yeah. the pass, just to give you an idea of where their defense is. Listen, um, Andrew Luck, I needed to see some before I could start really recommending him. Saw it last week. Saw it last week. Finding T.Y. Hilton for two touchdowns. 
He's sort of now gotten into the flow. I could see his shoulders fine. He's throwing the ball like 40 to 50 times a game. And I just have a good feeling that they're going to come out there and smack him, both running and passing the ball. So Andrew Luck is a guy that you drafted to be your starter. Get him in there. Don't think twice. Running backs this week that'll pass the sniff test. Let's go right back to that game and right back to that offense. Return of the Mac. Wow. Marlon Mack. Uh, yeah, last week we saw him have a huge game, and I am, I've seen enough. I'm a believer. I'm all in against the Raiders. So if you have Marlon Mack on your team, you should be happy, you should be proud, and you should be starting him. Next on the running back list, I have Chris Carson, Seattle. Uh, going against the Detroit Lions, which uh, if you're a Miami Dolphin fan, you saw what wow. happened. Yeah. You saw how bad that... Oh, God. That bad rush defense. Terrible rush defense. Not bad. Bad is being nice. Right. And Chris Carson's the lead back there, and Seahawks are establishing the run. You know how Pete Carroll is. He's going to pound the ball, and Chris Carson's the guy who's going to get the job done this week. 100-plus yards and a touchdown is what's in his future. All right, any more running backs that pass the sniff test for you this week? Okay, this is where I'm going big or going home on this one. It's going to be a, either a huge hit or a huge miss because I didn't even know who this guy was before last week. <laughs> Radio Raheem Mustard. I like it. Who? Who is that? I don't know, but I'm recommending him. Uh, I had to look this up. He's a Purdue Boilermaker who had, a, obviously, I just want to bring up Purdue with an amazing win against Urban the Liar. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. It's always nice. Yeah. I had to throw that out there. Of course. So what's going on in the 49ers land? If Matt Breida is out because he can't stay on the field, he was limping off last week. He doesn't look like he's going to play this week. Radio Raheem last week had seven rushes for 59 yards. He had four catches for 19 yards in a very limited role. Um, I see him having a very good game. I really, really think you should pick him up and start him. That's where the nose is going on this one. Do the right thing and start Mostert. <laughs> did you see what I did there? That was very okay. good. I, I hope everyone else noticed that on the pod. Some, also. Yeah, I want some appreciation for me. No, now. that's good. It's good stuff there. All right, wide receivers this week for week eight of the NFL season that passed the, the sniff test. Okay, I'm changing it up a little bit for the wide receivers this week. Okay. Um, I've been getting a few phone calls, a few texts, a few uh, messages saying, I want a little bit more daily fantasy league. Okay. Okay, so for the uh, wide receivers... I'm going to give you my predictions for top DFS players that are not in the top five overall. I'm not giving you Julio Jones. I'm not giving you... The cheap options, you mean. Not cheap. I'm no? giving you okay. studs. All right. But the studs that are below, this is not Adam Thielen and you know the, the top three... I'm not picking three. an Antonio Brown here and paying 9000 or $10,000 for him. Right. Just one notch below. Okay. I like it. So, Sunday night... It's the return of Stefan Diggs versus the Saints again. And I think, oh, he, I yeah, that. he's going to yeah. do it again. I love this matchup. I see Lattimore covering Thielen. And I don't think Eli Apple, who just got traded from the Giants, is going to be ready to take on Stefan Diggs. He wasn't ready in New York. I think he'll be ready so, in New Orleans. So with Lattimore all over Thielen, I have Stefan Diggs getting targeted like crazy in that game where they're going to have to throw it. What a great Sunday night football game we're going to have. And if you want some action, I'm giving you Stefan Diggs. I love your boy Manny Sanders at the Chiefs. You know, the Case Keenum to Manny Sanders stack. It's My a, favorite, yeah. You know, you need a quarterback that's cheap. Case Keenum and you like a stack, Manny Sanders. Love that. Uh, Jarvis Landry is going to pick up where he left off last week against Pittsburgh. He's a cheaper option. I love what uh, Baker is doing with him right now. Yeah, they got a little uh, reper uh, repertoire. Is that the right word there? 
They got something going on I don't there. I know what the right word is there, yeah. No, it's... it's rapport. You know, That's it. It's yeah. rapport. Let's go Stockton to Malone. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Or I should have totally know, used that. Yeah, or Montana to Rice if you want to get you know, in the same <laughs> NFL. But that's cool. And then the last guy, and um, I have a little bit of an obsession with this guy because last year I got onto the Joe Rose show and I made the nose pick of the week, this guy, when no one really even knew what he was. Juju Schuster Smith. Love him. He put me on the map as far as I'm He did. Concerned. You're right. You're right. That was the game where he had 200. early nose picks of the week. Two yeah. touchdowns, 220 yards. When people were like, who is this guy? Feeling it. And this week versus the Browns, he should have a monster game. I just love the player. I love, you know, don't spend the money on Antonio Brown. Spend the money on Juju Schuster. All right. So we got through all the past the sniff test candidates for this week. Now we go to the week eight fail the sniff test who is not to take this week on your daily team or sit them if you have them in the season-long team who fails the sniff test let's start with the quarterbacks who fails the sniff test this week this is a tough one because i actually don't have a whole lot of quarterbacks that i that's recommend. a good thing with all these guys on buys anyway well, right i don't i don't love carson wentz versus the jags number one pass defense still in london i don't love it i understand if you have to start him I do think that he's going to have some struggles. Um, but, of course, if Carson Wentz is your only guy, you got to start him. And, yes, you start him over Case Keenum because he's Carson Wentz. Sure, of course. But I'm just sort of scaling your expectations for him this week. And I don't love Matthew Stafford against uh, the Seattle Seahawks, number three pass defense. Again, Stafford is Stafford. He puts up his numbers. He's at home. I just don't love to start so if you have Matthew Stafford on your team and you have a few other quarterback options, maybe ask the nose on Twitter, and I will let you know what I would do in that situation. Follow him on Twitter, at Spencer Knows, by the way, if you do have any questions and you want to get any questions here on the podcast, hashtag Ask the Nose as well each week, and we'll get to any of that. All right, any more quarterbacks that fail the sniff test? No, I mean, I'm not going to tell you to not start Josh Rosen or Derek Anderson or players like that because that's very obvious. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, those are bad. So, so are really, there are a lot of good matchups. I do expect a high-scoring week. And uh, so, yeah, that you know, Wentz and, and Stafford, who are really good quarterbacks, I have um, a notch below where they normally are. All right, so running backs this week that fail the sniff test. So you've been starting Latavius Murray and while Dalvin Cook is out, and he has been like Hansel, you know, so hot. So hot, but right now you gotta you gotta bench him. Yeah, and I know it's hard to do it. Of because, course, you know, busting out two touchdown games, long running backs, long runs. Not this week against the Saints' rush defense. They are the number one against the rush. Latavius Murray is limited to what he can do, but he does real well against bad defense, but not this Saints defense. So on that Sunday night game, I'm recommending you bench Latavius Murray. Also, Carlos Hyde, which we already discussed. Yep. We don't know his exact role and, and how much up to speed he is with the offense. And he's going against the Eagles' rush defense. And that's as basically hard as it gets. So if you're a Carlos Hyde owner, I'm telling you to wait a week. See what you get. Because you just don't know what you're going to get this week. I, I don't care what any expert tells you. They don't know. No, you don't know what to expect from him because he's just on the team. And last week, what were you going to do with him? And he got, and he got traded. And the, the Nick Chubb value has obviously went up. Uh, you know, for the Cleveland Browns. And if you're a Nick Chubb owner, and, and last week I picked him up off the waiver wire once I saw the trade. Literally two seconds after I saw the rumored trade, I picked him up knowing that he might be a starting running back in this league. But with the Carlos Hyde value, he was a guy before the season, season-long leagues, 
was a guy you wanted to get your hands on just in case with that new offense in Cleveland, but not anymore if he's going to the Jags. I just want to take this moment to say something to you. Yes. Okay. You are very sneaky with your fantasy football knowledge, and I wanted to just say that out loud. Okay. You very much impressed me, and I want you just to know that I respect your knowledge very much. I appreciate that. Getting on the Nick Chubb thing. Just earlier before, knowing who Chad Henney was a backup for Kansas City. The nose did not know that. Okay, that happened live on the show today um, on Joe Rose's show. Now, we we tape these podcasts on Wednesday, so if you're listening to us on Saturday and I say today, I mean on Wednesday. But um, today on the show, during the nose live uh, interview that we do each week on Joe Rose's show on Wednesday mornings, Pat Mahomes' name came up, and we're talking about guys that back up guys. And Joe asked the question, who is... Who, I don't even know who the backup is for Pat Mahomes. And literally, I remember watching a couple weeks back. Maybe it was week one. I'm not even sure. All of a sudden, Pat Mahomes goes to the sideline and starts talking to his backup quarterback, the guy underneath him. And it's Chad bleeping Henny, and I could not believe it. That knowledge is stuck in my mind. Anywhere Chad Henny goes, it just gets stuck in my mind. But I do appreciate it because I do love a good chest beating, and I will beat my chest. I did know that Chad Henny was the backup. I'm just saying you're sneaky good. I know. Okay. I try my best. Okay. I just wanted to throw that out there for the crowd. The last running backs that I do not like that fail the sniff test are the Jets running backs. Uh, they have been tricky all year. I mean, Isaiah Crowell goes for 150 yards and a touchdown. Then you you didn't start him that week because you shouldn't have been but started. But I started him the next week. Then, you're talking about my team. That's exactly what Okay. I well, it's many teams out there because yeah. I'm involved in many teams. And then all of a sudden, Crowell the next week gets you zero fantasy points. Yes, zero. So then you bench him. And then he comes back with the biggest game of the year. 200-yard game. Correct. Yes, I know. I and know. So what do you do with the Jets, guys? Throw them out the window and, and light them all on fire. Well, I'll tell you what you do. You bench okay. them against the Bears yeah, defense. Yeah, okay, yeah. so they're in uh, Chicago. Yeah, so you got Crowell. You're desperate. I, I don't care. Pick up Mostert and uh, Radio Rahim. Radio Rahim. And, you know, <laughs> go from there. Do not start Crowell. Do not start Powell. All right, so wide receivers uh, this week that do not pass or they fail the sniff test. All right, so as we go along and uh, start talking about fantasy, I just try to bring up different strategies that I'm sure many of you know about. And again, if you're a player of fantasy for many years, this is pretty obvious, but not everybody thinks about it. Starting uh, wide receivers that go against shutdown corners uh, is sometimes very, very tricky and something that you shouldn't do. So if you have a wide receiver one, for example, let's just jump, jump right into it. You know, Alshon Jeffrey this week. Alshon Jeffrey has been amazing since he's come back. The rapport between him and Carson Wentz is real. It happens in the Super Bowl. He's come back and he looks great. Well, guess what? He's going against Jalen Ramsey this week. That's a shutdown corner. That's in London, a 930 game. I don't like Alshon Jeffrey this week. I'm telling you, if he's your flex play, find somebody else. He's going to get smothered this week. It goes back to the old days when Deion Sanders started this. If you were going against Deion Sanders, you were not going to have a good no, game. No, no balls were thrown that way. None. And then it went to Daryl Revis. Yes. Revis Island. You, I don't care if you, know, you were going and you had the top wide receiver out. Give me a good top wide receiver from back in the day. Oh, when when Revis was playing in those days, I mean, God, you have to go back and you have let's, to really let's say, call it Isaac Bruce because I love that Isaac name. Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, someone like that from those teams. Yeah. Right. If Isaac Bruce was going one on one against Daryl Revis, you, you stayed away from it. I was, and yeah, guess what? Because yeah. he shut his ass down. Of course, okay. Of course. Right. So uh, Alshon Jeffrey is going against Ramsey, and I just don't like that play at all. Um, 
I'm going back to the well. Marquise Goodwin. If Patrick Peterson isn't traded by Arizona by the end of this weekend, then I, he will shut down that Olympic star Goodwin. It's just one of those things where you got a better cornerback than the receiver, and uh, Patrick Peterson is a shutdown corner. The last guy I have is, and it's a bit of a layup for me, and I, I understand it, but Stephen Gilmore for the uh, New England Patriots is really impressive. And um, I know I know the Bills have no really wide receiver oh, ones. They're terrible. But if you are even considering starting Kelvin Benjamin, it's a mistake. Yeah, don't do it. Just don't do it. Who's throwing in the ball? Derek Anderson this week? Right. And I know that's an obvious call, but more the, the lesson of this one is know who your wide receivers are going against. And if they're going against a shutdown corner, you might want to look down in, you know, you might want to look in a different direction. The nose knows. All right, that's everyone who passed and failed the sniff test for week eight of the NFL season. Uh, we're going to get to a couple more things here on the podcast. Uh, by the way, if you've already subscribed uh, to our podcast, whether it's on Google Play or iTunes, or you're just going through WQAM.com, we really appreciate that. Shout out to a couple people out there that have already subscribed to us. Uh, I won't give everyone's full names out there, but we have a guy named Ellie uh, who, who subscribed to it. We love him. Uh, Ethan, the little man, Ethan Welt. I'll even give his full name out there. He is a, a tiny little man who is a fantasy football nut. And I will tell you this quick little story. Last week, I watched the games every week at the same bar. No plugs out to any bar. No, no one's getting free plugs here on the uh, podcast. Sitting at the bar, Sony Michelle gets hurt in the game. Goes out. My man tears up because he could only have two running backs on his roster and his other running back is Leonard Fournette. He teared up. Uh, everything's going to be okay, but the passion that my man, my little man Ethan had, we really appreciate that. Uh, plenty of other people, Armando in Miami, a lot of guys on Twitter that have already come out and subscribed to our podcast waiting for this next uh, volume to come out, and we do appreciate it. This is volume three, even though we've done about 12 of them and only three of them now are going to be posted, but for week eight. So shout out. We will give some shout outs here and there. No free plugs to any companies out there, but if you do subscribe and we see it on there and you let us know on Twitter, you get a little shout out here on the podcast. All right. One of my favorite parts of the podcast every single week is when we get the nose pick of the week. Um, do we have a nose pick from last week? Uh, and you said it was who for last week? Last week was David Nujoku. David Nujoku. I already forgot. I have very limited memory here. So that's why I have to write everything down. David Nujoku got in the end zone, caught a couple passes, 50 plus yards. That was a nice little pickup. So you do get some nose candy last week on the nose pick of the week. Well done on that. Nose candy. I'd give you a clap, but if I clap, I'm going to drop my headphones. So I'm not doing that. So this week, the nose pick of the week. Week 8 of the NFL season, Volume 3 on the podcast, is... It's the Nose Pick of the Week. Miami's finest. Well, not Miami, but oh, South, South Florida's finest. St. Yes. Thomas. Okay. James White. Wow. New England Patriots. Nice. Now, a lot of people are saying, yes, I'm starting James White. I love him in DFS. I love him in week long. I love James White in general, Okay. Uh, back in high school, was with Gio Bernard. I got that from my uh, high school insider. What a great high Another shout out to was. Coach Swift on that one. Nice. Yes, uh, James White is in a beautiful opportunity. He's on Monday Night Football. Get him in your lineups. He's going against the Bills, where you have a situation where Sony Michelle is now out. And um, I will throw out there a Kenyon Barner uh, 
pickup is a nice idea because he's basically going to take a few of the carries. But you know Tom Brady is going to lean on his guy. Oh, yeah. James White's going to have a monster game. So that's why I'm calling it out. Not just a small, you know, nice little five catches like David Njoku had five catches for 50-plus yards and a touchdown. No, no. I'm going for 120-plus yards. I'm calling out two touchdowns. James White is a DFS stud. You could get him, again, cheaper than your Todd Gurley types. Get him in your lineup to make some money. If you're in a week-long, excuse me, a season-long league, yes, you're going to love what he gives you. All right, James White, Week 8, Volume 3's Nose Pick of the Week. And that'll do it for us here on the podcast for Volume 3. Uh Thank you again for subscribing, for listening, for downloading, for telling your neighbor, for telling your enemy, for telling your best friend. Whatever it is, doesn't matter to me. I just want you to make sure you're listening every single week here to the podcast. My man sitting next to me, my partner in crime, The Nose, at Spencer Nose on Twitter. Pretty decent job this week from you. Yes, and we really do appreciate your support. And uh, subscribe, listen. Make fun of us, you know, whatever you well, need. We want them, obviously, to make fun of us. Yeah, well, you know, I'm putting myself out there, and I'm loving it. So if I have a nosebleed, I'll find myself accountable. Uh, but again, please subscribe, and we're having a great time, and thank you for listening. Of course, of course. We love the nose candy as well. No, more nose candy than nosebleeds at this point. All right, that'll do it for Volume 3. Week 8 of the NFL season uh, starts on Thursday night. If you're listening to this after Thursday night football, enjoy all the predictions before the Sunday uh, matchups and the Monday night football game. We'll speak to you again next Thursday. Every Thursday morning, it gets posted. Every Wednesday, we tape at a certain point. Every Thursday, we post the podcast. Any questions for us? Hashtag ask the nose. If you need to as well, follow Spencer on a Twitter at Spencer Nose as well. I'm Zach Krantz on the Joe Rose Show here on 560QM. Thank you for listening. It's Zach and the Nose. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.